Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mmm. Now oh, that hits a spot this morning. I've also got a stick. <coughs> Excuse me. Our wind came up tonight, or tonight. <laughs> Probably will come up tonight, too. Our wind came up last night. And uh, really stirring the pollen around today. We've got even a haze in the air. Hazy shade of winter. Um, let's see. Today is Friday. It's Friday, April 10th. Happy Friday. Three more weeks of stay at home here in New Mexico. Time takes on new meaning, doesn't it? It's, um, well, you can't tell if it's becoming more bearable or, you know, I guess you get used to anything, but it's, um, it's funny. My mind keeps going to fun things I've done in the past and I, you can hear the all caps on that. It's sort of like my brain starts screening for me, fun things I used to do <laughs> that I can't do anymore. It's a funny thing. Um, I was thinking about really bizarre um, things that it picked out. Uh, Mom, you'll, you're in a couple. Um, remember Marina Square in Denver, which I think is gone now, or maybe just completely transformed. I know it was over by the tech center. <laughs> But um, there was that French restaurant, and we would go eat lunch and sit outside there by the little lake, little man-made lake. I was thinking about that place for some reason, and I was thinking about the day that you and I, many, many years later, went to uh, Park Meadows Mall, and you and I sat outside, there's a theme, um, at that restaurant and we sat at that high table in the sunshine and it was such a beautiful day and we could see the the mountains i've been thinking about times on the beach in various places um, <laughs> yeah it's an it's interesting to me because, and I know I mentioned this a number of times, but that my daily routine hasn't changed that much because I've always been someone who didn't leave the house all that much, and I'm pretty happy not leaving the house. I you know, have, am very blessed to have a beautiful house and a beautiful piece of land and a place I want to be. Um, and I would occasionally, and I... <laughs> It's sad and pitiful. I don't have that many uh, in-person friends here. David doesn't like to go out that much. And the few friends I do have um, are busy, you know. So it's not like I would have been able to just, you know, go out and go to the bar at any time unless I went by myself, which was occasionally frustrating to me. You know, I would be like, who can go play with me? I need somebody to go play with me. But, okay, I have to diverge a moment here. My back has been itching like crazy, so I asked David to put some lotion on my back this morning, and he did. But he, like, 
slathered it on so thick. I started, you know, I was thinking, why is that funny sticky feeling on my back? And I'm putting my hand there and there's just like thick gobbed on lotion. <laughs> Apparently he meant it to last a while. <laughs> she won't be asking me for that again anytime soon. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm fatally distracted by the ridges of lotion dripping down my back under my t-shirt. Ah. So anyway, you know, it's not like I would get to go out and um, do things all that much during the week. But it's, it's interesting to me how much my um, sojourns out to yoga class, uh, to writer coffee, getting my nails and hair done, that those were things that um, did matter to me, that, that that I am missing them now. And more than that, how much going to conventions sustained me. I think I had gotten in a mode where going to my writer's conferences was like my big dose of being social that would last me you know, all the rest of the time, which makes sense. It's just been an interesting realization because, uh, you know, not getting to go to the Jack Williamson lecture, not getting to go to Tucson this week, um, not having Nebula conference in May and looking forward to RWA in July, all of those things, not having them <coughs> has been, um, yeah, it, it's it's left a void in my life. And yeah, I know Nebula Conference is going to be online, but it's not the same. It's not the same as getting to take a fun trip to Los Angeles and sitting around and having drinks with people. You know, we're going to have chat rooms and stuff, and, you know, everybody's making the best of it. But I don't know, you know, these um, apocalyptic stories where, you know, like people just interact online and you know don't go out and all this sort of thing i don't think i don't think people can do it i don't think it would ever happen because people want to be around other people i saw um somebody talking about that their therapist had explained to them why the video conferencing is not satisfying and it has to do with that how many um cues we get from other people from being in physical proximity to another person. Um, body language, but also sense and energy and so forth. And that in some ways, seeing a person on the video screen can make us feel more distanced because it creates a dissonance in our minds it, that we, are, you know, that our eyes tell us and our ears tell us that we should feel connected and yet we don't feel connected, and so it leaves us feeling uh, disoriented. So even though I'm glad to be doing the, the Zoom sessions and uh, chatting with people, and I'm, I'm grateful to have that connection, at the same time it's not replacing anything. And And people have a tendency to... I don't know. It depends on the person, but, you know, a tendency to move to business, um, you know, like Lyra is going to do the Zoom uh, meeting tomorrow. And our program director said, 
But um, in order to keep things moving along, we're going to focus on the business meeting and then the program, and we're not going to do the member updates. And, and she was dismissive about it in a way that really bothered me because she said, well, you know, she keeps calling it member introductions. And it's like, yeah, you start with your name, but it's also giving an update of what's going on in your writing life. And for me, that's the core. You know, she said, well, that she knows that it's Lyra tradition, but, um, you know, clearly not something that she values. But for me, for the 10 years that I've been going to Lyra, that's been at the heart of why I want to go because we go around each person, um, you know, gives their name and what they write, you know, by way of introduction, sure. But then they talk about what they've been doing in their writing life. And we used to call it successes. And some people felt like that was too much pressure. You know, it's sort of a sign of the changing times. The, you know, that I guess people feel like if they didn't have something that they could call a success, then they felt bad about themselves. <laughs> but it's like, well, you know, it's okay to say, well, I don't have, you know, I, I think finding those things that are successes, no matter how small, is important um, to to find ways to celebrate ourselves just for, you know, putting in the effort for focusing on trying to do a thing. And sure, there are always people who don't really listen to anyone else, which is, is something that always bothers me. You know, those people who can't seem to be bothered to listen to someone else talk. But, you know, that's the one time that every single person in the chapter gets to say something about what's going on in their life and in their writing career. And it's a, it's a profound kind of connection and sharing. It's, to me, the most critical part of our community. Um, and so I understand why, in order to keep things efficient, you know, they want to... You know, I, it wasn't clear to me. It was like, we might skip it. We might not skip it. It depends. Um, but there was a, a line about, well, in order to serve the priorities of Lyra, it was like, well, I thought one of our priorities was community. But for someone, <laughs> I guess for other people, not so much. So anyway, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to. It'll just make me sad if I have to like zoom in and just listen to the officers give reports and have them go on to the program, which is a, a program that is really useful for writers at the beginning stages of their careers and nothing wrong with that. But um, there's a lot of bad advice that gets handed out sometimes and I find that frustrating to listen to. So I'm just going to uh, hang out. I, maybe I'll work on this gown. I don't know. We'll see. Promised Queen is... Oh, I might. I, I should back up. I might um, binge watch the BBC Pride and Prejudice. And then I almost always go straight into the um, Kieran Knightley, Matthew McFadden version afterwards. Who am I kidding? I might do something like that. It's not supposed to be great weather tomorrow. That'll really depend 
I'd like to spend some more time in the garden, but we shall see. Um, I am making progress on Promised Queen. Didn't get as much done yesterday as I hoped, but I still got like 50 pages done. So I'm trying to celebrate my successes <laughs> and say that, yes, I did. Feel that's pretty good to get through 50 pages in a day. And I, I, I hit tired. I hit tired in the afternoon. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, so we'll see how far I get today. But I did have a couple of ideas, yeah, for how I'm going to solve the, the naughty, the K-N-O-T-T-Y problems. And so... You know, it's again, sometimes it just takes incremental pushing, right? Yeah, so I'm going to work on that today and then take the weekend off and then spend a few days next week. I also have to listen to the Orchid Throne audio over the weekend. That's right. So we'll see what I can do while I listen to that. It's it's on CD. I wonder if I should just buy it on digital so I don't have to listen to it on CD. My author copy is on CD, which isn't terribly convenient. I guess I could put it on the stereo, but that's not super convenient either. Hmm. I might just buy my own damn book. Uh, anyway, we're going to have the same narrator, Elizabeth Brooke, do the Fiery Crown there had been, I'd seen some reviews because the, you know, Tantor and St. Martin's asked me if, which I really appreciate that they do ask me, do I want to use the same narrator? Did I want to switch it up? And I had seen some reviews where people had said, because the books are alternating first person between Leah and Khan, that it would be nice to have a male and female narrator. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, apparently that's much more expensive. And so no two narrators for me. But they asked me if I had character notes for her to try to create more differentiation. And I said, can I, you know, listen some more? I did listen to it some in the car with David, but we only got partway through it. And I do want to listen to it again. I wonder how it's probably like 20 hours or something. I might not be able to listen to the whole thing this weekend. Maybe I'll just listen to the last part. But then I can send on character notes for her. So that's a good opportunity to have. So yeah, definitely a project for this weekend. And I might get online and order plants. <laughs> We're supposed to get cold next week. It might freeze, which is distressing because our uh, the lilacs are just about to bloom. Uh, but that's always a, a dicey enterprise every year where we live. It's like, will it, will the lilacs bloom in the correct interval or will they get frozen? One year they like were just, they were in bud and we had a hard freeze and we just had no blossoms that year. It was so sad. So, but so it goes, right? That's what you get for living at the edge of your niche. My mom's 
always sorry that they don't have lilacs there. They not, it's not doesn't get cold enough in the winter there in Tucson. And we envy them their saguaro. So, you know, plants are always greener on the other side of the fence. So, let's see. I thought I was going to tell you guys something else, but I don't know what. Hmm. Oh, well. If I think of it, I'll make a note and I'll tell you all on Monday. Uh, hope that you all are getting by. Um, sheltering in place. A few more weeks we can get through this. And if you want to listen to podcasts, um, First Cup of Coffee is, of course, part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. And you'll find other podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts no frolic media <laughs> that's funny i almost never get this wrong right this shows you how brain dead i am frolicmedia.net slash podcasts there we go jeffy ah, ah look brain book brain what am i gonna do all right i will talk to you all on monday take care bye bye